not anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Park. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Verses 1 through 9. Joshua chapter 1, then looking in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fire darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful of this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Father, we thank you once again for... Your word, thank you for the power, the grace, the strength that rests upon your word. Thank you for the privilege that is ours of being able to open your word and hear from you, to hear from heaven absolutely every single day. Anoint us afresh with the spirit of grace and mercy. Empower us to be the kingdom warriors you've called us to be this day, who are prepared to be about your business all day, simply doing what you direct us to do by your spirit and your word. Thank you for that opportunity today and every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Jason Tross. Jason is going to share a word of prayer with us at this time as well. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for today. I ask that you will bless 
uh, today's uh, program, Father God. And Lord, please uh, till the soul of our hearts and our minds, Father, that we may receive that which you have to impart uh, to us, Father, on today. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you, Jason. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, we A few weeks ago, we were privileged to have Pastor Reginald Gibson with us on uh, on the broadcast. And today, we're honored and blessed to have his wife, Dr. Brandy Gibson, with us, both of them of Word of Faith Global Ministries from Birmingham, Alabama. Dr. Brandy Gibson, how are you today? I'm wonderful. Just wonderful, Pastor Park. Thank cool. you for asking. Well, great to have you here. And uh, Dr. Gibson, I'm going to ask you if you'll take a moment. Again, we're honored and privileged to have you with us in studio. I'm going to ask you if you'll take a moment just to introduce yourself to our listeners, and then we want to get right into talking about the specific work that the Lord has called you to and the work that you're involved in. Well, praise the Lord. I am the wife of Pastor Reginald W. Gibson, who is an anointed pastor. Um, He's also a Christian movie producer. Amongst being a great father, a great husband, and a great friend. So um, it's just an honor and a pleasure to be here to glorify the kingdom of God in any capacity. So I don't take this lightly. And I look forward to just expounding on what God has called me to in Jesus' name so that those that hear me will be inspired and know that God is not a respecter of persons, but a respecter of faith. Amen. 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 If someone is listening and they are thinking they'd like to visit Word of Faith Global Ministries, where are you located? Tell them how could they get there. We are currently located at 1723 3rd Avenue North in Bessemer, Alabama. The zip code there is 35020. So it's um, located, it's a historical church, actually. Uh, It's directly across the street from City Hall, Bessemer City Hall. And the entrance is right in the chapel, the chapel entrance in. We're a church that loves to love. We'll welcome you with open arms. Amen. Amen. And now Bessemer, is Bessemer basically a suburb of Birmingham or not quite? Or uh, it's, It is. Actually, you have some notables that are from Bessemer. You have like Diana Ross. She's mm-hmm. from Bessemer. Um, then there is uh, some of the movie stars that we've seen in the past. I forget his name, but he was one of the Star Trek uh, individuals. Um, was it Jordy? He played Jordy. Yeah. So he's from Bessemer and um, some others. But Bessemer is primarily a city that's encompassed with a lot of attorneys Mm-hmm. as well as individuals that have had drug issues mm-hmm. and they're in rehabilitation in the area. And then you also have a community of homeowners, which is of the black culture. So it's a hodgepodge of a lot of uh, ethnicity. Mm-hmm. So it's a pleasant place to be. But it also has its issues like any other urban city. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, again, we're grateful to have you with us here. And today we were, um, you're going to share with us some about marketplace ministry. And so I'm going to ask you to dive right in and share with us what's on your heart about that area of ministry. Well, praise God. As you all know, um, 
God has a means and a way of getting us alerted to what he's doing if we have an ear to hear and an eye to study. And that's where we find our plan that God has designated for us right there from the word of God. And marketplace ministry is something that prophetically in the 1960s, Bill Bright and evangelist Billy Graham prophesied about that there would come a time during the end times that marketplace ministry would be in position to really reap a harvest of souls. Mm. And that would be done in the marketplace. Now, there are seven mountains of societal influence, and those mountains are uh, the mountain of family. Mm-hmm. There's also the church. There's government. There's business. There's media. There's the arts, which also encompasses sports. And then there's education. So these areas have always primarily been dominated by the enemy. Okay, mm-hmm. The world has been at the top of these mountains, and God is ordaining the church to get out of the box. Mm-hmm. You know, by what I mean in respect to that is uh, the church has become almost car- uh, compartmentalized. Okay, mm-hmm. we know that we're to go in and worship on Sunday, some go on Saturdays, what have you. But there's that day of worship that we go in. And the pastor's responsibility is to teach, train, equip, and send out. But a lot of times we look at it as just ritualistic, something that I have to do. I show up, I meet that obligation for the week, and I've got my fire insurance because I'm saved, okay? Mm-hmm. so But they're doing nothing in the church nor outside of the church. We're in an hour right now that the whole body has to be definitely active in the things of God. Mm -hmm. Being active in the things of God means that the marketplace where 70 to 80 percent of us spend our time is harvest ground. Well, Dr. Gibson, before you go further, I want to ask you this. Would you take a moment to give up? Just a very down-to-earth elementary definition when you say marketplace Mm -hmm. so people know what you're talking about. Marketplace is actually buying and selling. When we look in Genesis, God created Adam. We know that. We know about the Garden of Eden. Everything was placed there. But he set up for Adam the means to set up provision for himself and for the descendants that would come after him. Okay, so there's iron ore. The iron ore is for a car. You can make a car. Okay, so the tree, the tree is the paper that money is produced from. So we've always had marketplace operations in place. So when I speak relatively to marketplace, I'm talking about those that are entrepreneurs that are engaged in starting their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's also the workplace. The workplace is also a part of marketplace. Mm-hmm. But we know that when we're employed by someone else, we're fulfilling fulfilling their vision. Mm-hmm. When God has given you a vision that you are to fulfill, and it's not just for profitability of you getting out there, starting a business because you want to get rich. 
going into business is because there's a specific need that you have been anointed by God to fulfill. And it's always for people. It's about people. It's not about you or is it about I. It is about us meeting that need because if you have a business, then you're opening yourself to meet the needs of people that do need employment, that uh, there's the need for uh, providing monies into other countries uh, that are third world countries that are without things such as medicine, clean water, things like that, vegetation, also without skill set. So, Marketplace is something that, like I said, in the 60s was prophesied by, and in the 70s, I had been very, very active in Marketplace. I knew uh, that I would be working with women a great deal. I hadn't really gotten a clear-cut direction from God as to what it was because in the late 60s, I was— a part of the world system, okay? Uh, God had blessed me with skills, creativity. Our entire family was blessed with that. But I was born again in 1977, and it was in 1982 that there was a major thrust in my life uh, after receiving the baptism of Holy Spirit with the Bible evidence of speaking in tongues that gave me power to pray out the things of God as I studied. And I'm a researcher. I'm a lover of history. So I love to get into the Word, to tear it up and see just what God is saying to me, you know. So it was during this time that I started doing a number of workshops, training. I was at Mary Grove College training uh, not only the adults in evening class, but also Uh, The president of the school at that time had me to come in. I'm going to jump in here. We're coming up on a break, and we'll pick up there on the other side. Our in-studio guest today is Dr. Brandy Gibson, and we're talking about Marketplace Ministry today. We'll be right back.
Fred Hammond with If My People. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Just before we get back to our in-studio guest today, I want to remind our listeners, this is our National Truth for Youth Bible Week here at American Family Radio. We're inviting you to help us give away thousands of free Bibles to young people across America. American Family Radios and Revival Fires International are partnering to provide the only hope for teens, which is Jesus Christ and His Word. Help us reach a generation of young people and get the Word of God back into our schools. Again, the way the uh, project works this week again, for this week, Revival Fires International is giving one free Truth For Youth Bible to every student between the ages of 13 and 18 who promises to pass it along to a friend this school year. The Truth For Youth Bible consists of the entire New Testament and full-color comics that address certain issues that young people are facing and dealing with in our culture today. And the Truth For Youth Bible is now available in Spanish as well. So thousands of young people have received Christ over the years through this project. Our goal this year, we're asking you to help us to get at least 60,000 Bibles into the hands of teens this week. So keep in mind, again, uh, you can go online, truthforyouth.com. Again, truthforyouth.com to order. Remember, if you're a parent of a teen, you can order a Bible for your teen to give away. If you're a grandparent, you can order it for your grandchild who is a teen or if you're a teenager yourself. And remember, you order it to give it away. You order it now. And, of course, if you're wanting to see the Bible, in fact, we're encouraging every person, order one for yourself because it's a wonderful evangelism and discipleship tool. But order one, uh, and it it's very inexpensive to purchase. Again, go online to find that information as well. But we're inviting every listener to prayerfully get involved with this very important outreach as we do this in cooperation with Revival Fires Ministries. Once again, go to truthforyouth.com online to place that order. Our in-studio guest today is Dr. Brandy Gibson of Word of Faith Global Ministries in Bessemer, Alabama. Uh, Dr. Gibson, as we begin this segment, I want to ask if you'll take a moment to pray for our listeners that they would really have ears to hear all that the Spirit of God would say to them through that which will be shared on the broadcast today. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you right now that those under the sound of my voice hear your voice, your voice that permeates their spirit, that heart that will say yes to your will, yes to your way. Father, let them hear clearly what you have called them to do. Let them know that they must seek your face and that you are the one that causes them to prosper, to be in health, even as their soul prospers. So, Father, we thank you right now that we call them into divine health, wealth, and revelation knowledge of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, Father, to thank you for the privilege you that you've given us as your people to be involved in the work of the ministry. And, Lord, thank you for every believer listening, Lord, some who may fall in the category of clergy, others that may not. But help us to grow in our understanding of the fact, Lord, that you've called every believer into full-time ministry in the truest sense of the word. You've called us to be filled with your spirit. You've called us to live a lifestyle of listening to your word and your spirit and to be about your business everywhere we go, on the job, at home, in the community, wherever you've placed us. Help us, Lord, to bloom where we've planted in the power of your spirit. 
Fill us anew with your spirit, your joy, and your peace. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, we're privileged to have Dr. Brandy Gibson as our in-studio guest, and we're talking about marketplace ministry. If you'll pick up right there where you left off, Dr. Gibson. Well, I was saying that in 1982, God was really thrusting me out into the secular arena where I was able to uh, apply my skill set of marketing and public relations. Um, During this time, um, I was placed in positions where I was speaking to notables uh, that are what we would call celebrities, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that I've seen that God has done with me is he's always placed me in that arena with celebrities. And I'm not impressed or enamored by the fact now I respect and honor the call on your life, you know, whether it's sports or what have you, but I'm not one of the giddy giddies, you know, all that so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that, it's opened the door where at the age of 12, I was with, um, I was being mentored by a Democratic uh, representative of Detroit, Nella Saunders. And then from there, my mentor became um, a woman, Jessie P. Slayton, who was the first female, black female, to be placed in the court systems in Detroit. And then later on, she worked for the governor, Governor Milliken in Michigan. And she mentored me each and every week. Her husband was one that helped to train Joe Lewis. So all of that goes back. But living Did you say in, from the age of 12? You yeah, from the oh, age okay. of 12, I was being mentored. Uh, at that time, Nella Saunders' uh, office was on brush off of the corner of Mac, where down the street lived Otis Williams, of the Temptations, and then there's Diana Ross in the Supremes. There's Eddie Kendricks and Paul Williams who were in the projects. So all of this was around me. It was nothing that I wasn't accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what God was going to do with that because now, um, since 2006, I started my business in Birmingham where I handle. Christian celebrities. So uh, most of them are from the NFL, NBA, uh, like Bobby Humphreys, whose son plays also for the uh, Ravens. And he's uh, like a number one cornerback in the NFL. Uh, Bobby is a believer in Christ, and you can pull his information up. Uh, He talks about the things that he did before he received Christ. But I bring him up along with Jeremiah Castile, who Mm -hmm. is the—he played in the NFL. His sons played in the NFL. Uh, He's also an ordained minister. And so God uses me to give these men and women platforms to give their testimonies, to Mm -hmm. change a generation. Mm -hmm. So one of the things about that, uh, recently I just— Uh, signed on uh, Madeline Manning Mims. A lot of people may not be familiar with her, but she was the first woman, American woman, to ever win the Olympic championship. She's a medalist in the 800 meter. She Mm -hmm. held that record for 53 years. 
It was just broken last year by a thing mo. So now she is a chaplain for the Olympics as mm-hmm. well as an author, also as the um, she's doing right now her movie. She's preparing for the movie segment, so we're working with that. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I discussed with her is being a track star. What do you? What's the mindset? And it's so comparable because when we look in the New Testament, we see where God talks about the race mm-hmm. and. Being in a race, one of the things that's so important is you have to stay in your own lane. Mm -hmm. And that's what's critical in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. staying in your own lane. It's critical in Christianity to what God has called you to do because maybe Pastor Reginald Gibson is over here in media and you like the fact that, hey, what he's doing is fine. So you want to jump over it in media, but God's called you maybe to sports. So now you've left your calling, your track void where God cannot get his plan done because mm-hmm. you decided to jump over in another lane. Oh, well, go Dr. ahead. Dr. Gibson, I want to ask if you'll take a moment now specifically to pray. A part of what you're talking about, of course, is learning to listen to God. Yes, absolutely. And for many, too many believers, that's not enough of a priority, and all of us have to learn to listen for ourselves mm-hmm. because we don't listen. Now, we can help affirm what other people are hearing, <laughs> but God wants each of his children to learn to listen to him for themselves. Would you pray that believers would grow to have a passion to be good hearers of the Spirit of God as he speaks to them? Amen. Father, we thank you that we have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, because the Spirit speaks to our spirit, what God has given him to say to us. And we need to be attentive, attentive to what God is saying in Jesus' holy and majestic name. Receive that still, small voice that is speaking to us today. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And Father, I do thank you and I praise you for this just important point and topic that Dr. Gibson is touching on. How important is that we learn to listen to your word and your spirit every day. There's so much you call each of us to do, individually and collectively, big overall callings, but many smaller tasks as well, all of which are important. In fact, everything you direct us to do is eternal. Help us to know that it's important to listen and important to obey, empowers to be the people that are listening and obeying that you have called us to be as your church, as a lifestyle. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Didn't mean to interrupt, but I just wanted to That's touch okay. that. It's so, you're exactly right. People need to listen to the Lord for themselves mm-hmm. because we have people in so many circles, they're, in their, they're out of their lane. And they don't seem to realize. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not fun to be out of your lane. It's just not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Because it, in this time, God is calling, calling us to build the kingdom of God. That was Jesus' message. Mm-hmm. After John the Baptist baptized him, you know, he, he stated mm-hmm. what his message was. You know, that the kingdom of God. And when we pray the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come. Mm-hmm on earth as it is in heaven. So one of the things that we need to really look at as far as marketplace is that everything gets funded from 
marketplace, buying and selling. But the other thing that we need to consider is that we have all of these denominational divisions in the Mm -hmm. world. And that's division. Mm -hmm. God never called us to division. But when you get over into the mountain of media and sports and arts, especially in sports, Mm -hmm. when you get into that area, if you're on the NFL team, we're all a family, and our goal is to win. So give us the plan so that we can come together. One of the things is on that team, we don't care if you're a Muslim. We don't care if you're a Protestant. We don't care if you're a Baptist. We don't care what it is. What we care about is all of us collectively winning the game. And that's the mindset that the body of Christ should have because we've gotten away from what God wants us to do. As far as getting into that lane for marketplace business, we need to know that we can do what God has called us to do because he anoints us to do it just as he would a fivefold minister. But God is calling us out. It is not about building up a one-man show. It's about all of us being involved, utilizing the spiritual gifts that God has given us to reap a harvest of souls in this hour. Mm. And so believers growing in their understanding of the fact that all of us have a place in the marketplace to be used to the Lord. We just need to know where we're called and and be faithful where we've been called to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that's uh, key in my book, The Uncommon Woman of Faith in the Marketplace, in the seventh chapter, I uh, refer to Matthias. What is the title of the book again? The book is The Uncommon Woman of Faith in the Marketplace. And uh, when we look at Acts chapter 1, verses 21 through 26, and I'm going to paraphrase for uh, time's sake. We see that the disciples now are trying to fill the position that Judas vacated. So what has happened is they decide on looking at Matthias and they also looked at justice. So the thing is, the disciples chose Matthias. And when you read it, Matthias was always there from the time that Jesus got baptized by his cousin John. So he was always a part of the circle of Jesus Christ's ministry. But Jesus had an inner circle, and that inner circle was his disciples of 12. And out of the 12, he had the close Peter, James, and John that was right there for that earsake, you know, to tell them just what was on his heart. You can't convey everything that God has given you because you can't cast those pearls before swine. But I tell you, Matthias, even though you see his name one time, mm-hmm. he was still in the game. So mm-hmm. they don't have to know your name as mm-hmm. long as they know that you are in the game of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We'll come. We'll pick up right there on the other side of the break. This is the hour of intercession. We'll be right back. It's 
the song of the redeemed Rising from the African plain It's the song of the forgiven Drowning out the Amazon rain The song of Asian believers Filled with God's holy fire It's every tribe, every tongue, every nation A love song born of a grateful choir It's all God's children singing glory, glory Music from the Newsboys, He Reigns. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our in-studio guest today is Dr. Brandy Gibson, and she is discussing marketplace ministry, and she and her husband lead the Word of Faith Global Ministries Church family in Bessemer, Alabama. Dr. Gibson, if you'll pick up where you left off there, please. Okay, I was really referring to Matthias uh, because I want everyone to know that when God calls you to do something, it's not about you building a kingdom for yourself. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of times that pastors can get off by building kingdoms where they're looking at numbers as <clears throat> opposed to being impactful with the things of God. Mm-hmm. So... The focus, again, is on people. People are our greatest assets, and we have to have a heart for people. And so Matthias has just been one that, um, you know, you only see his name mentioned, like I said, that one time, two times, actually, in the New Testament, and that's in Acts chapter 1, verses 21 through 26, and then... After he's placed amongst the 12, then you'll see that um, over in Acts chapter 2, he was there when Holy Spirit came. He was in position to receive from Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. In Acts chapter 2, verse 14, when Peter stood up and started decreeing the word of God, he mentioned that Peter standing up with the 11. So if he's with the 11 and then there's Peter, that's 12. Mm -hmm. So we know Matthias was there. Mm -hmm. Then Acts chapter 2, verses 2, I mean 6, verse 2 through 4. Then the 12 called the multitude of the disciples unto them. Then Acts 19, verses 6 through 8. All the men were about 12. So we see he was there, but his name wasn't mentioned. Mm-hmm. When you research it out, Matthias was called to Ethiopia. He was called to the bush. Mm-hmm. Now, he was murdered in Ethiopia, lots say. But don't hold back because of fear. The, in, the enemy gets us in a position where we think we can't do certain things in the marketplace. I may not have this, you know, the degree, I may not have the doctorate, all of that, 
But God has given you the talent. He's given you the creative ability to create. And see, we think that because uh, what we've experienced in the last two years with COVID, we see darkness, we see fear, we see where there's been seriously a great falling away of the church. And it's being predicted that by 2020, that we'll have at least 11.5% more of so-called Christians leaving the church. Mm -hmm. But when we focus on what God's Word says and we center in on watching Israel, we know that's not going to be a true factor. Before we're raptured up out of this place, we're going to be just like the Israelites when God took them out of Egypt. They're Mm -hmm. going to leave without a spot or a wrinkle. They're going to leave with wealth because God told them, go back. You've worked for X number of years free of charge. Go back, borrow. In other words, get what is rightfully yours. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even know why they were giving them all of this money, all of these garments and so forth. So God is going to supernaturally in this hour, and it's happening now. You know, we, we think about We've heard the wealth transfer coming into play. But the thing is, Christians focus on God dropping it down in my lap or it's coming in a check in the mail or I'm going to find money in my account when the account was actually down to a dollar or maybe in the negative. But that's not all about God can do those things. But when we're talking about wealth transfer, it's about those billionaires that are heathenistic Mm-hmm. that are setting up things to monopolize buying and selling. We need to be praying for them that laborers are sent in the harvest for them because then when they're saved, what happens to their wealth? It now is transferred into the kingdom. Amen. Okay, so we need to be praying for those individuals. And we're looking at marketplace history. And I'm just going to use uh, like the... African-American culture, I want to speak on that because during the time of Black Wall Street, we saw the attack on a prosperous community. They had churches, they had hospitals, they had everything, a total community. But then it was burned out. I, I don't have the time to go through all the history. Google it. You can get full details. Mm-hmm. But what we saw was Fear hit the culture that they refrained from starting businesses. Mm -hmm. And so that fear is what will actually cause a standstill. God's word says, I wish that you were either cold or you were hot. You know, when we look at that, there was three streams of water when you studied that particular passage when he was speaking to that nationality of people, and there was a stream of hot water that was used for cleansing the body, washing the clothes. Then there was one that was cold, which was used for drinking and refreshing. Well, that one that was lukewarm, it was just there. And, you know, nobody, you know, and think about it, either you want hot coffee or you want cold coffee. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants lukewarm. Okay, so God is saying, I need you active in the things that I've called you to because marketplace is critical in this hour. You Mm -hmm. know, we see people going to the markets now. 
Uh, the enemy is setting up the buying and selling system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Revelations 13 tells you about that. We were talking about buying and selling. And when you look at today, going into stores that would always be flourishing with any and every product that we needed, that the shelves are empty. Mm-hmm. So it's going to continue in that facet. The church has to arise and shine, as the Word of God tells us in Isaiah 60. We've got to be creative. You started in talking about in Joshua 1, you know, possess the land. We've mm-hmm. got to possess the land. Real estate is important for us. So we need to obtain real estate because real estate gives you a voice. When you own something, you have a voice. And this is why marketplace. So uh, we're going to see what the buying and the selling is a means of getting us programmed to doing everything online. We have to purchase with a card. We have to get it this way. And then when you purchase with a card, that means that you, the buyer, are trusting that the seller has a good product and that they're going to send it to you. So we're getting acclimated into that now where people are accepting that mode. But you don't want to get over into accepting the mark of the beast. Now, I don't want to get too in-depth here. I'm just giving you some general uh, generalizations here because, see, when we need to be busy, number one, about receiving the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we need to do that with all of our heart. Uh, we need to know what our purpose is and get busy in doing it. The The key is right now that things are in place where People are accepting what it's like a dry run. We're in a dry run. Mm-hmm. And the dry run has affected the body of Christ that they're not doing what Hebrews ten twenty six says. You know, uh, they're forsaking the assembling of themselves together. Mm-hmm. So God wants us to stir up the hearts of men and women to do what he's called us to do, not what the world is programming us to do. So I have in my book, again, I want to mention it, uh, The Uncommon Woman of Faith. In Chapter 8, there's a prophecy. Let me just mention, too, our time is almost gone. Mm -hmm. If someone is listening, they want to get that book or some of the other books you've written or just be in touch with you, tell them how they could do that. Well, definitely they can go to my website, which is, of course, www.bfgibson.biz. B as in boy, F as in Frank, Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N.biz. Now, if they go right away, I will offer the first 25 that come in a direct download of the bit of the book itself okay but if they would like to purchase the book uh it is 14.95 uh but i'm offering it on my website for just 10 dollars okay mm-hmm. so if they'd like to do that they can email me also at bfg at bfgibson.biz We're also starting a collective. The collective consists of women that are entrepreneurs, CEOs, 
we don't really engage a lot in networking because networking is for what can you do for me? We mm-hmm. get into net weaving. What can I do for you? So please contact us because we have a lot of programs and conferences that are coming up that would benefit you. And we also provide counseling, consultation, mentorship towards starting your own business. And our school of business will, it's called Lydia Joseph School of Business. And we're in Brussels, uh, Belgium, and uh, we will start that curriculum in January 2023. And share your website. I'm so, I mean your email one more time if someone okay. wants to be in touch with you. That is B as in boy, uh-huh. F as in Frank, G as in George, at B as in boy, F as in Frank, Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N dot biz, B-I-Z. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Gibson. As we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never made the step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved, to receive Christ. The single most important decision in all of life is that decision to ask Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, Thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. You told us in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much would like to be in touch with you. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. Please email us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We certainly hope that we will hear from you. Dr. Brandy Gibson, thank you again so much for being with us today. One more time, your email if someone wants to get in touch with you. My email address is bfg at bfgibson.biz. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Gibson, for being with us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And we invite all of our listeners, please pray much for Dr. Brandy Gibson as she does the work God has called her to. And pray for the Word of Faith Global Ministries Church Fellowship in Bessemer, Alabama as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.